Morning, guys. Welcome to Tuesday Manna. Um, it was cool. I love reading through the Proverbs. There's so many cool things. The Psalms and Proverbs are probably some of my favorite books of the Bible and some of the things that we see in the Psalms and Proverbs, just the raw wisdom of Proverbs and then the raw emotions in the Psalms are so cool. And I was reading through Psalms 9, sorry, excuse me, Proverbs 9 the other day, and it was just, it's just hitting me, and I wanted to share with you guys. So Proverbs 9 is called Wisdom's Invitation. Um, and it's a powerful chapter. It's so cool. We're not going to get through all of it today, but I just want to start looking at it. Um, wisdom is defined as the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise. And I want to look at that today because in the world that we live in, those Words that I just said to define wisdom get twisted. Wisdom gets twisted because it's based off of good judgment. And what's good for us and what the Bible says is good is now very contradictory to what the world says is good. So I just want to look at that and I really want to relate it to this proverb. Um, before we jump in though, let's pray and let's invite God to just fill this time and fill us with his word. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you, God, and I thank you so much for your word. I thank you so much for these times in the morning that we can just get in, study your word, hear from you first thing in the morning, God, to get our day set. I pray that you'd bless this day, bless this word as we go forward, and I thank you for that. I pray these things in your name, and everyone said, amen. All right, so... When I'm looking at it, there's really four parts to Proverbs 9 that I would break it up to. The first one we have is wisdom herself, right? The, in Proverbs 9, the author introduced wisdom as a woman. He says, wisdom has built her house. So the first section, verses 1 through 6, is all about wisdom and what she does. Then we look at 7 through 9, and that really talks about receiving or rejecting wisdom. If we look at 10 through 12, we look at it, it really defines wisdom. It goes in and tells us the beginning of wisdom and the benefits of wisdom. And then after that, 13 through 18, they introduce the foolish woman, folly, right? What does the foolish woman look like? And I want to make some, there's some cool pictures when we compare wisdom and foolishness, when we compare wisdom and folly. Today, what I want to look at is just wisdom herself. I want to read through these verses and just talk about who wisdom is. I think what I want to start with is let's start by reading all of chapter 9, 18 quick verses, and then we'll focus on that first part, who wisdom is, what it is. All right, here we go. Proverbs 9, verse 1. Wisdom has built her house. She has hewn out seven pillars. She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She has sent out her maidens. She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come, eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Forsake foolishness and live 
and go in the way of understanding. He who corrects a scoffer gets shame for himself, and he who rebukes a wicked man only harms himself. Do not correct a scoffer lest he hate you. Rebuke a wise man, and he will love you. Give instruction to a wise man, and he will still be wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself, and if you scoff, you will bear it alone. A foolish woman is clamorous. She is simple and knows nothing, for she sits at the door of her house on a seat by the highest places of the city to call to those who pass by, who go straight on their way. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, stolen water is sweet and bread eaten in secret is pleasant. But he does not know that the dead are there, that her guests are in the depths of hell. Powerful and powerful for this day and age because the wisdom that we know that is right, the wisdom that starts with the fear of the Lord is the wisdom that comes from the Bible. Good judgment, those things, to be able to discern what is good and bad comes from the Holy Spirit, comes from the Bible. In the world that we live in, it's something totally different. The thing about wisdom is you have to seek her out, right? You have to go. You have a choice. You can jump in with wisdom or foolishness. Let's look at wisdom. One through six. Wisdom has built her house. I love this. So if you think of everything that wisdom does is hers, right? She has hewn out her seven pillars. And this is a cool image. So it's, it's a house with seven pillars, which makes it a strong house. It's not only a strong house, it's a big house that's unshakable, fit for many people. Many people could come in and get wisdom. And unfortunately, I don't think many do, right? So her house is big. Her house is sturdy. And the house on which, build a, <laughs> the house on which wisdom is built is unshakable as long as it's the wisdom of the word, right? The wisdom that this is talking about is the wisdom of God. So that house is unshakable. She's prepared dinner, right? She has slaughtered her meat. She has mixed her wine. She has also furnished her table. She is preparing for those who want to come in. She is preparing wisdom. She is preparing to teach those who will come in and listen. She has sent out her maidens, She cries out from the highest places of the city. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. As for him who lacks understanding, she says to him, Come and eat of my bread and drink of the wine I mixed. Forsake foolishness and live and go in the way of understanding. So already we can see the path of wisdom and the path of foolishness. And we can see the end path just from verse 6, right? Verse 6. Forsake foolishness and live. So when we choose wisdom, the wisdom of the Bible, the wisdom that God gives, right? We live. When we choose foolishness, which is the way the world goes, (laughs) we would be the opposite of living, right? If you forsake foolishness and live, if you do not forsake foolishness, then you would die, right? And go in the way of understanding, So, 
how do you get more wisdom, right? The definition itself was the quality of having experience, right? So you get more wisdom as you get older. One of the Proverbs says that gray hair, the, the gray hair and beard of a man is wisdom, right? It's good. It's a badge of honor because of the wisdom that he has learned. So experience is one way that we get wisdom. Knowledge. Now, there's a lot of places to get knowledge. If you want wisdom that's from above, you got to get into the Word. You got to get into a church. You got to be reading it for yourself. You got to be eating from it daily, eating from wisdom, going into her house, getting in your word and good judgment. And those final two, right? Knowledge and good judgment. The cool thing is experience was the first one. Having experience. When we have experience, that shows us knowledge because if we make a bad choice it's like oh not going to do that again we we got wiser right the no, the experience of that shows us knowledge of making the right choice as well as good judgment and the crazy thing is what god has built into us points to this the world is pointing elsewhere but the word of god that's our wisdom and you have to be careful where you get your wisdom because if it's not wisdom from God, from the Bible, that's proven by these things, then it's foolishness. And we know that foolishness <laughs> leads to death. And we'll see that more as we get in. Um, the cool thing is God's wisdom is amazing. It's, it's so in-depth that the most smart, that the most smart, that the smartest person in the world can never reach the bottom, right? But it's also so simple that a young child could understand. It's amazing how God can do that. Because I think sometimes we see wisdom as unattainable, right? We can't reach it, we can't get it, but God makes it available through His Spirit. So here's my challenge for you guys today. My challenge for you is to dive into the Word. If you do not have a daily reading schedule where you're reading through this Word every day, and if, if I can hazard a suggestion, one that reads like a 365 Bible where you're reading through the whole Bible in a year. You don't have to take that much time, but it's just a good standard to give yourself where you're reading 15 minutes a day. You're reading the Word. You're reading through it all the way. You're understanding it. And then find something that you can hone in on, something that you can study, that you can gain wisdom from. My challenge is to do that. Find a habit. Get a habit. Make a habit of diving into your word. It's, making a habit's not easy, but in the end it's worth it. And this one leads to life. If we look, it says, For by me... Wisdom, verse 11, for by me, your days will be multiplied and years of your life will be added to you. Seek out wisdom today. Look at those things through the lens of the Bible. Look at what you're doing through the lens of the Bible. Make your judgments and your choices through a biblical worldview. Have a good day, guys. Thank you. 